0: Welcome to Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. I'm Ty Turley.
1: and I don't I have no idea what's coming next.
0: Reed. It is a pretty troubling time in the world, Ty, but I'm here for you. Oh, well, that's true too. I meant in the
1: podcast
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We don't know anything in the ever about what's coming, do we?
0: No, today we're going to be talking about Eurovision Song Contest, the Story of Fire Saga. Uh, we'll just call that Fire Saga from now on. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but before we get to that, we are going to give our pick for favorite movie that has elves.
1: Yeah. Okay, so this is a little bit
0: ridiculous, right? Right, audience? <laughs> well, you just wouldn't think that this it would come up in this movie, but if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. It's true. All right.
1: So mine, I mean, if I had to choose my favorite movie with elves, it would be elf.
0: Oh, sticking in the Will Ferrell camp.
1: (laughs) I guess that's a classic. I don't know. I also thought of Bright. You remember that movie?
0: (sighs) Just unfortunately.
1: (laughs) Whatever. It's not that bad. (laughs) It's not that good. It's not that good. You're right.
0: Uh, Okay, for me, it's definitely got to be Lord of the Rings, the two towers. There's the I knew I knew you were going to say that one. There's the fight scene at Helm's Deep that's like takes place at night, but it's like underlit with blue lighting. You can see everything and all the elves show up. But Legolas still is a boss in that fight. Yeah, definitely. That one. Killer elves. Who knew? (laughs) Most people who've ever heard of an elf story. I don't think I I thought
1: elves were kind little I don't know friendly they make toys. I don't know.
0: I think in high fantasy elves are a little bit more aggressive. What does high fantasy read? Like Lord of the Rings. It's like uh It's a fine you don't you don't read any fantasy books so you don't know. But there are genres. There are genres inside of fantasy. Well that's what I'm curious. Is there low fantasy? Uh I think it's just like a little cheaper. Maybe driven off more kind of weird encounters. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess I'd, I'd try to just stay in the good stuff. Yeah. I I can see that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, well, let's talk about... Uh, yeah, let's talk about Eurovision... I thought we were calling
1: it Fire Saga.
0: Well, I realized it makes more sense to just call it
1: Eurovision. I think so, too. Cool. Good correction there. But I was going to try. I was going to try to do Fire Saga. OK, go ahead.
0: Yeah. Yes. Wh- what a what a strange movie for American audiences. Do you, I, I don't know. You've been in Europe, you know about Eurovision, but I have almost no context for this song competition. Have you ever heard of it before? Just like I think from you. I've never seen it. I've never watched a competition part of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's huge and it's hilarious and it's so tacky. And, uh, but everyone in there, everyone in Europe, you know, has viewing parties, kind of like the super bowl.
0: And is, is it going on right now? Did they try to release this movie in sync with it?
1: Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what time of year it takes place. Okay. But I think it was funded by, uh, I think it was funded by actual Eurovision.
0: Have you heard that? I didn't know that. I I guess it looked like they had some European funding. I didn't. I think I think I
1: think the Netflix one was funded by it.
0: Dude, are you looking it up right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, that's not us. We're not researchers. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. Okay, well, we can go on. No, we can't. Whatever. Okay. You're right. We'll go back. I did a few skimming of headlines and I think it looked like, uh, the Eurovision actual contest funded this Netflix film or there's some tie in. So maybe it is timed right now to come out and they, they have a, in that sing along section or the sing along scene at the mansion, they have all, I think they said nine or, or seven out of the last, ten, last 10 winners or something like that are in it.
0: I figured it had to be real singers, uh, that were that were part of that, like, are like past Eurovision contestants, and they're using the real name, so it makes me think they had to have some affiliation.
1: Yeah, that guy playing the piano in the park, I guess, won it two years ago. That's cool. Now he's a jazz musician, and it was hard, he's a jazz musician now, and it was hard to convince him to come back and do this because <laughs> Eurovision is kind of a tainting on your resume, actually. <laughs>
0: Uh, So why would Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams make this movie?
1: Oh, well, Will Ferrell is married to a Swedish woman. So he goes to Europe a lot. And he loves it. He thinks it's hilarious. That's true. I mean, in real life, he does. Yeah. So I'm sure that's why. Uh, Also, it's just ripe for parody. And I mean... I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel if I was Icelandic and watch this movie. I would might feel insulted a little bit, but
0: oh, you fish and everyone sleeps with each other and you're yeah, kind of dumb.
1: You're kind of dumb. Nothing else is going on. You'd rather lose so you don't have to host it. All those <laughs> things are probably not true.
0: Uh, I mean, this movie is, I, I was laughing throughout it. Right. I think they have a lot of kind of funny jokes and, Sometimes pretty base humor, but I thought they did a good job with it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a movie where they gave themselves permission to do ridiculous things. So, I mean, the boat blowing up is so ridiculous. (laughs) But I don't know. (laughs) But I don't, I wouldn't hold that against it. It's that's intentionally ridiculous. Yeah.
0: I think they have a pretty funny, like, through joke of Rachel McAdams believing in these elves and Will Ferrell's like, no, that's not real. And then a, I mean, at the at the climax, he's being confronted by the banker <laughs> <laughs> and a knife appears at his back. And he's like, oh, this is just insane. Totally ridiculous.
1: Totally ridiculous. Yeah. Got to have that callback. Shoot. That was funny. Uh, uh, I thought. Um, oh, my gosh. I know his name.
0: Dan Stevens.
1: Yeah. I thought Dan Stevens was awesome. Uh, I thought he was the funniest thing in it as the Russian singer. Uh, I thought his little smoky looks were great, I th- but they do insert the weird political critique of Russia. I don't know, like out of place with the whole rest of the movie.
0: And I thought they didn't ever really commit to him being a villain. Like, was he trying to break up this group? Did he want Rachel McAdams to be a singing partner? Or was it more of just like a game between him and the Greek singer? Like he wasn't really evil, right? I just think he was sort of, Sad and wanted his own career. Well,
1: he, yeah, I mean, it's weird. I don't know. It, I don't know. I can't. He, they the you the fake out is. It seems like he wants to get with her, but then they make it obvious he's gay at the end. So he didn't want to get with her. So did he just want to sing with her? Oh, there's also the game element with the Greek singer.
0: I guess I thought him being gay was pretty obvious from the beginning. His like song with the four male dancers. Oh yeah. The the phallic statues. It's just like, but they, they put it a little bit more of a hard finish on it at the
1: end. Yeah. I mean, him being gay isn't political. I would not say, I would just say that him saying him having that discussion about how, Nope, there's no gay people in Russia. And then later calling back to that and saying, because of mother Russia, you know, I can't do something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it just kind of gets even in the film, it gets kind of a somber tone. It's weird. Tonally, it's different than anything else.
0: And I think that and maybe a few other things could have been cut out because this is a pretty long movie for a comedy. It's like almost two hours. Right. Did it feel long to you? Uh, uh, no, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I I think it, it did feel long to me. I think Will Ferrell totally leaving the competition and going home. Took a lot of time, and
1: I guess yeah, because you, yeah, because you knew he was going to come back. There was no point in having it be that long. Just just get to it.
0: Yeah, it's like maybe his dad could have been at the, at the Dublin airport, or not Dublin, the Scotland airport. What? Uh, like maybe his dad could have come to. So I don't know. Like how they, he has to have a conversation with his dad, right? And the money guy has to get his comeuppance, but. Like in the course of the story, that's why he went back to back to Iceland.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It was clunky. I like them. I like some of the songs. They weren't bad. Some of them, some of them were awful.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it was good that like they didn't make them terrible performers. It was just like, like, yeah, the songs weren't awful. It's just they often made mistakes or they tried to overproduce it. And that was the problem. But when they got oh, down, all
1: the. Oh, I meant all the songs, not just the, not just this Icelandic duo, but are you saying no, no one's, no one's terrible singers. Yeah. I agree with that.
0: Yeah. I like, I thought the joke was going to be, they're so bad. Like they're awful singers. That's what the, that like they got in and it was, it's like a joke on everything, but like they're good performers. They just, I don't know. We're a little yokely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just trying to think of, if- it's not it's a particular style of music, right? It's it's not bad. People love it. It's and it's hard to do and it's just kitschy. It's the kitsch equivalent of music.
0: Well, it's like a lot of that electronic kind of ballad style. That's I don't know, not not what I listen to every day, but it's fine. No.
1: But I like I mean, I don't think that last song that she sings when they get disqualified, I don't think that's a real song, but it was a pretty good song yeah I don't know if Rachel McAdams. I'm pretty sure she did not sing that song. The voice gets very different,
0: but she might have sung the other ones oh i, I definitely thought there's no way that's her singing the last song
1: yeah, me too.
0: yeah,
1: but maybe the other ones did you think she sung earlier? I don't know. I, uh, honestly, you could yeah, who knows
0: but then like yeah I guess i I think the the character like sort of this plot line that worked the worst the least well for me was. Having Pierce Brosnan as his dad, who's just like a total player, but also like drunk or losing his house. I don't know. It's just too much. Well, I, I love Pierce Brosnan. I thought he was hilarious. He was just so muted. Don't you? I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah. but well, I think that's, that's the hilarious. Point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. I liked him a lot. I loved it. I loved Will Ferrell's, uh Characters' costumes were hilarious.
0: Oh, it looks so, like, extremely European. Yeah. But, like, it's like, where you see, like, most people in Europe just wear black clothes. They're always dark, like, dark clothing. But he just had such bright colors and, like, I don't know, like, pants with the reflection on it. Yeah, it was really funny.
1: Yeah. And Sigrid, actually, Rachel McAdams had funny clothing, too. I thought that was... I hope Icelanders... Icelanders weren't offended, but I
0: thought that was pretty funny. I, I honestly, I bet they love it.
1: <laughs> maybe.
0: I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Like, maybe it's just like, oh, cool. And someone wanted to make a movie in Iceland. Uh, did you pick up on the, I don't know, maybe least believable thing in this movie that two guys with ASU sweaters were hanging out with a girl with a U of A shirt? Yeah,
1: I did pick up on that. It's like, just I was pick- like, oh no.
0: Just pick one Arizona college and have them be wearing that stuff.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Some sloppy propping.
0: And have them show up in Iceland at the end.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, go away. We don't want you.
0: (laughs) I was just so mean to them. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh Also a little political shot in the movie.
1: Yeah, but it is funny to hear an American making fun of Americans in a fake bad European accent I mean it's kind of like he's doing more of he's being a dumb loud American Will Ferrell's the definition of a dumb loud American right oh yeah over
0: the top boisterous for sure so
1: it's funny that he's the one making fun of dumb loud Americans
0: yeah I mean the accents were crazy (laughs) and so in and out oh my gosh yeah
1: (laughs) There were scenes where I just thought he didn't even try to do an accent. Sometimes it was, I don't know.
0: So do you think this is going to be a series, a different comedian combo from another country next time?
1: I, d- I doubt it. I think, uh, I think Will Ferrell's the driving force. So I don't think they do it without him.
0: Yeah. And do you know, was this one made to go on Netflix or was this uh supposed to be in theaters and then got released on Netflix?
1: I think it was Netflix.
0: Yeah. I would Pretty say sure. above average for a Netflix movie. I liked it more than most. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was okay for a Netflix movie, I guess. Yeah.
0: And I and for a comedy, I feel like I judge comedies on a scale and like dramas on a scale. I don't know. It's like, it depends on what kind yeah. of movie you're trying to be. That's what I judge it against or what I expect it to be. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else in this movie you, Liked or didn't like that we didn't, haven't talked about yet?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, maybe not the deepest of reads on this, but still happy to get some new content from Netflix. It's
1: something to watch. It's free. You have Netflix, obviously, which everyone does.
0: <laughs> and we'll share a family plan just to send us the $2 a month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we already do with half the listeners.
1: Yeah, That's true. That's a good way to make money for our <laughs> podcast.
0: Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, okay. Time. S-
1: our passwords.
0: <laughs> Ty, What are you going to rate Eurovision song contest? The story of fire saga out of five. Well, I'm well,
1: I'm going to give it a two. I mean, the, the reason is if, if they didn't have all the penis jokes, I'd give it a three. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of that.
0: Oh, the statues is so ridiculous when they walk into the Russians' house.
1: It's pretty constant. I mean, that is ridiculous, but it's pretty constant in that.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, I I think I'm going to give it a three. Uh, I don't know. It's tough because, like, I feel like there are better movies that I've given a three than this movie. Uh, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm sticking with it. We'll just give it a three. It's uh, very arbitrary anyway. <laughs> it doesn't stand up to much scrutiny <laughs> scrutiny. Yeah. Don't plot our rankings, please.
1: Don't do any regression analysis, uh, using what rotten tomato scores.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, Ty, what else do you have to recommend for the listeners?
1: Well, we've been doing a lot of these, so I've probably, rep- rep- I've probably recommended this before. I don't know. You probably remember better than me, but I watched embrace of the serpent again this week. That's in my top five movies ever. So good.
0: I don't think I've ever heard of this movie.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I saw it at Sundance ten, six years ago. It's the perfect movie. It's about uh, rubber barons in the Amazon in Colombia in the early nineteen hundreds. In English? No, there is one line in English.
0: All right, just kidding. I can handle. Uh, I can handle a subtitle.
1: It's so good. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy.
0: I mean, okay. I guess I won't spoil it. Don't do it. I might not watch it, but <laughs> it's on Hulu. So, oh, it's free. Also, free then. Uh, we, okay. should,
1: we should make a definitive list of our top movies
0: ever 100, 100- Commit to 10. 100th episode, baby. We're close.
1: What? Okay, good.
0: We just do this for two more years and we'll be there. <laughs> What number is this? Oh, like 82
1: or 83. All right. 100th episode. We're going to do a top 20 each of us list. Oh, geez. All time. Okay. What's your rec?
0: Yeah. uh, (laughs) I feel like this quarantine's gotten pretty deep. And uh, Remy and I like watching cooking shows. And one we've been trying recently is Top Chef. And it's good because it's like, I think a lot of cooking competitions, it's like, Uh, do something really hard and it's like above your skill level, but these are like legit chefs and the challenges are tough. And like the time is short, but I think it's all is like doable. So it's fun to watch. We do that. Isn't top shelf
1: (laughs) top shelf. Isn't top chef just the kind of the, the original one of all cooking shows.
0: I think it might be. It's yeah, it's been on for like there are 17 seasons or something. Okay. You're just getting to the original one. Now what are you going to do? Okay. Kinda.
1: I know I'm just asking, I guess you, Uh, you you went into the back door.
0: Well, I think really we watched the great British bake off. That's what got you in. That's the best cooking show. And we're just, we're out of that. So we had to find something else. Sure.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, Thanks for joining us for another episode of two brothers review the podcast. I'm Reed Turley.
1: I'm Ty Turley and no one could have predicted this, this episode, What you just heard, just remember that. And in the next hour of your life, no one can predict what you're going to do. So surprise people.
0: Bye. Bye.